0: Hey, this is Adam White. I'm the pastor of New Beginning Assembly of God, and this is our podcast. I want to thank you for joining us today, and our hope and prayer is that this podcast inspires you, builds your faith, and lets you know that God cares and He loves you. Enjoy the message. Amen. If you've got your Bible, go ahead and turn with me to the book of Romans, chapter number 8. We're going to read verse 18. Romans chapter number 8, starting with verse number 18. Amen. Again, it is so good to have each and every one of you again this morning to be in God's house. Amen. We appreciate you and we love you and we are praying for you. Amen. Romans chapter number 8, starting with verse number 18. I'll give you a few minutes here while (coughs) I wet my whistle. (laughs) All right, it says, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature. Waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly but by reason of him who hath subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption and to the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. For we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, what doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Likewise the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered and he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is in the mind of the spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of god amen i want to talk to you <coughs> excuse me i want to talk to you this morning Why all this groaning? Why all this groaning? Father, we thank you today. We thank you, Lord, for the sweet spirit that we feel in this place today. I thank you, Lord, for the spirit I felt this morning. I thank you, Lord, for every blessing and everything you've done. For your precious people. Lord, we give you thanks and honor and glory. And I ask at this moment, God, that you would just let us hear what you have given us to know, Father. I just pray, God, that our ears would be attentive to what you are saying to us today, God. Just ask that you help me, Lord, because I need you. I need your strength and I need your power to deliver this message to your precious saints this morning. We'll give you thanks and praise and honor. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Why all this groaning? Why all this groaning? Let me ask you something. Have you ever met somebody that it didn't matter what it was, they weren't going to be happy? I mean, it didn't matter what you did for them, what you've done, what you could have said, they are still not happy. There was this person that um, I had to deal with and I mean, we did so much and gave so much and it was just like not good enough. Still complained and grumbled and everything else. Walked out of the office and and another person looked at me and said, you couldn't have satisfied that person if you fed them with a silver spoon and fed them yourselves with it, with it. I mean, are they just not happy? There are people like that, amen? But I want you to know this, that one day we also <laughs> have times that in our lives that we are just not happy. And then There's things that even with me that I'll go and just... Just, you know, you wake up and you just don't feel right. And you you know how many of you woke up, have waken up? You're not woke up today, but how many of you are waking up and you just had a bad attitude? Amen. Come on now. Amen. I have felt that. I have been a victim of that. Just leave me alone. I just don't want to be bothered by nobody. And, you know, just ugly. Because I'm just not, you know, you just don't feel Happy, amen, that is some of the things that we have as Christians have to deal with. Just us being a human have to deal with that some days we're going to be happy, oh, sugar couldn 't melt in our mouths,'d be so happy, and then sometimes oh, we'll be so sour and mean <laughs> Amen. But as I began to study and God began to deal with me on what to say. This morning, he brought me to Romans chapter number 8 and we talked about groaning. And groaning, is it says it's to make a deep, inarticulate sound in response to pain or despair. I had told you on Wednesday that I had to go to Uh, the dermatologist, there was a couple of things that I was concerned about on my face right here and my lip right there and around here, some dark spots that I hadn't seen and I was concerned about them. So I went there to the dermatologist and they came in and they said, what can we help you with? I said, there's some spots that I want you to look at. And I said, if you don't mind, can you just, just check me all over just to make sure I don't have anything? And They said, all right, lay down. I'll lay down on this bed. And they said, all right, you're going to have to shut your eyes because this light is going to be really bright so we can see. And I said, okay. And I kid you not, that light was so bright. I could see the light with my eyes closed. So I was sitting there, and she looked and said, "Mm -hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes. And here I'm thinking, oh, no, she's found something. So she so she said, Could stand up for me?" and I said, "Yeah." She said, "What you've got is birthday presents." I said, "What? What you've got is what I call birthday presents. See those spots right there and on your lip and down here? That's what happens when you get old <laughs> I said, oh, Lord, have mercy. I said, no, don't say it ain't so. She said, yep, it's old. You got birthday presents on your face. We, needless to say, ah, when I left out of that doctor's office, I was groaning in despair and in pain that my face was telling my age. <laughs> Amen. There was also a little spot that she found on my back, and she said, Lay on your stomach. I said, Okay. And she said, it's, I've, I've got to do this. And she said, You're going to feel a, a prick and a burn. I said, A what? And she went, Woo! And I mean, my whole. Because it was right at the ball of my back here. And I tell you, my legs were like noodles. I guess she hit a nerve or something. And I mean, they were just a shaking. I said, good Lord. And oh, it hurt. It was a stick and a burn. And she got something out of it and all of that kind of stuff. So I was mad. I was upset. I was groaning. <laughs> Let me tell you, I was groaning. See, we all face these things in life. We face these disappointments in life. We face these things that we don't like to do. Also, it says groaning is of a thing make a low creaking or moaning sound when pressure or weight is applied. (laughs) Amen. I I know mama's got this one place in her house if you walk in her living room, you'll hear it. It'll go. Rrr. And so me, I always go. Rrr, rrr. <laughs> i always imagining it. Oh, my. But it makes that creaking sound because it's saying, hey, fat boy, get off of me. Hey, man, this thing's, I'm creaking. I'm, I'm loose here. Amen. Oh, that moaning. And some of us feel that way. Oh, when the pressure of life gets on us, we feel the moaning in our spirit. We feel that, oh, disgust, so to speak. Psalm 6 and 6. Tell me if you ever felt this way. The psalmist says, I'm weary with my groaning. All the night make I my bed to swim. I water my couch with my tears. Now, ain't that sounding pitiful? Oh, my goodness, well, he's drowning in his sorrows is basically what he's saying. Oh, he's just felt the groanings and the pressures and the disappointments of life. Oh, has just gotten him and he's just cried himself in a swimming pool. (laughs) Amen, we've all felt that way. We've all felt that way. But oh, as I began to look at that, and I began to study, the Lord brought me to a verse in Psalms 34 and 19, same psalmist, where he wrote and he's crying and he's saying, God, it's just too hard. I'm crying myself to sleep. But now he says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many are the afflictions of the of the righteous. I don't like that. Bless God, I think if we're saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, living right, we ought to just be walking on flowery beds of ease. I ought not to have one problem in the world. But that ain't Bible. <laughs> that ain't in my Bible. He says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But he don't put a comma and he don't put a period. He puts, two, he puts a semicolon there. And he says, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Aren't you glad he didn't stop right there? Aren't you glad he just didn't disappoint us by saying many are the afflictions of the righteous? But God, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Out of them all, folks, we, we cannot help the fact that we are still flesh and bone. Oh, our soul has been saved, been delivered, been set free from the bondage of sin. Hallelujah. But oh, our bodies still have that corruption, still growing old, Lord Jesus, still getting wrinkles, still getting pains, still having to deal with the anxieties and the pressures of life. But despite all of our groanings, he promises us that the Lord will deliver him out of them all. Hallelujah. Folks, what he's saying is this. There are better days ahead. Can I get a witness in the house this morning? Oh, there are better days ahead. There are better days ahead for the creation for this earth, for this natural plane that we live in, for the grass. Bless its heart, I drive by here and I'll look at this patch of grass and I just pray for it. I see it's green, green, and then there's some brown spots, just a little bit of brown spots. And I saw that rain, I said, thank you, Jesus, for just watering. Oh, just getting that, making it so good and pretty for us and everything. But oh, I bet you know that if that grass, God gave that grass a voice, oh, you know some grumbling that thing would do. I'm telling you, grumbling, grumbling, it's hot. I'm here, I'm hot. Oh, it not been hot. Oh, I'm so hot. Can't stand it, can't breathe. Oh, oh I'm drying out. <laughs> Sometimes my kids be like that. Daddy, I'm hot. Oh, I'm so hot. I'm hot. Everett, he'll say, Adam, milk, Adam, milk, milk, milk. I said, you don't need milk, you need water. No, he'll he'll throw a fit, he wants milk. Creation groans, animals groan. My dogs, when I leave, they get so sad. They just (laughs) hang their head down low. There are better days for creation. And folks, there are better days ahead for us Christians, for us believers, for those that have come to Christ, for those that have gave their life to Him. I'm telling you, there's better days ahead. I don't know about those that haven't. I, they, they don't have better days, I'm afraid. But I know us that have been redeemed, us that's our sins have been washed Hallelujah, there are better days ahead. But while we know that there's better days ahead, we still have to deal with groaning. Amen? We still have to deal with groaning. And it's all right to groan. Sometimes we just have to tell God all about our problems. Amen? (laughs) Sometimes I just have to tell God, Lord, I'm just... Sick and tired of being sick and tired. (laughs) Lord, my back hurts and all my arms hurt. My head hurts and everything else. But folks, creation is groaning. We're groaning. But folks, the Holy Spirit is groaning as well. It's groaning as well. So why is creation groaning? We read it in verse 18 and 22, where it said, specifically verse 22, which says, The whole creation groaneth. The sad thing about it was this was not the case in the beginning. In the beginning, everything in Genesis 1 and 31, it said that God made everything and it was good. Amen. He made the skies, the sun, the moon, the stars. He said, made the land, the animals, the trees, the birds, the furry animals, the creepeth animals, which is insects and lizards and all kind of creation. And he looked at it and he said, it's good. Oh, it's so good. I like what I've done. See, creation was perfect at one time. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Can you believe that there was one time where there was no stickers or thistles or thorns or nothing like that? You've got to be careful when you walk on this ground barefooted. <laughs> Bless his heart ever it found out, but there's these little tiny black brown stickers, real tiny, that are out there. I don't know where they're at or what they're called, but they're out there, and oh, if you step on it, ooh, ooh, it, ooh, it hurts. I remember going to the beach when I was a little kid, and we'd go out there right before they made that big old 98 curve, it was old 98, how it used to be, and you know, they had those paths to the beach all around there. And we'd walk there and mom and daddy would tell me, don't step on that white flower. If you step on that white flower, you're going to get it. What do you think Adam Britt White did? I mean, stepped on all on them. Just And oh, I felt, oh, they just sting and sting and sting. But one day there was a time where that wasn't there. Hallelujah! One time, oh, there was a day where there weren't no mosquitoes, I believe, no yeller flies, no none of that. I don't, I, none of those creatures, I believe, or that they just weren't bothersome, I should say. <laughs> Hallelujah! But the fall brought pain to the whole creation. Genesis chapter number three. You'll read that. The fall. It brought sickness, sorrow, and death to mankind. It brought thorns, thistles, storms, and earthquakes to the world. And it brought enmity among and between animals and humans. Where once Adam and Eve could just walk to animals, now there was an enmity between animals. They always say that an animal don't attack you, just attack you. But they attack you because they are scared of you. Or you're in their territory and you're not supposed to be there and they're upset about it and they're going to get you. There is enmity now between animals and humans. This groaning of nature reminds us of the seriousness of sin for what one sin by one man did ruined it all for everyone and not just for us but for everything every creature everything on this earth now is ruined all because of the sin of one man and, folks, that reminds us of the consequences of sin. Hear me this morning. Sin is a cancer and a death that brings nothing more than destruction and ruin. I had to go to Marianna yesterday and I had to take a class, um, ethics class. And I went there and they just want everybody to take it. I'm not in trouble. But they just want everybody to take it and everything, which is good. And they've brought about some of the things as far as what sin does and how sin does not just affect you individually, but it affects everyone and everything around us. Folks, that's a serious thing. It's a serious thing. But just because of that, like a woman in travail, creation awaits Christ's return. The Bible speaks that it bring it, it just heaves and oh, travails because it knows that it's hurting. It's, it once was perfect. It knows that it's now not perfect, and it don't like. What's going on? (laughs) Matthew 24 and 7, it says, An increase in natural disasters is a sign of that great day. Oh, that the earth longs to be redeemed. The earth longs to be perfect once again. And so it groans. That's why we have those tsunamis, hurricanes, all kind of crazy stuff. You know, Hurricane Michael did terrible things and all of that kind of stuff. But, you know, one thing I have to say, when it cut through that cape, I thought, oh, that bay's ruined. But good Lord, it did the opposite. Good Lord, I saw on Facebook so many scallops and so many people just getting buckets and buckets of scallops all on that bay. And, you know, last year they weren't hardly anything out there. But now, man, they're... Everywhere. And they said that just influx, that big wave of just salt water went in and just made those scallops all so happy. Makes me jealous, makes me just want to go out there and just start grabbing them. Ooh, hallelujah, I love me some scallops. Fried scallops, amen. But we still have to deal with storms and destruction and devastation. And so the earth groans because it's longing to be redeemed. Not only the earth, but we ourselves, Paul says. Verse 23 Not only they, but ourselves also. One would think that believers would have nothing to groan about. <laughs> Why? Because our sins are forgiven. Oh, hallelujah. Our sins have been washed. We've been redeemed. Ephesians 1 and 7 says, In whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of His grace. Oh, it's a good thing. Hallelujah. That we're saved this morning. Hallelujah. We ought to be smiling and happy this morning. That all oh, our sins have been washed away. Praise God forevermore. That our names written down in that Lamb's book of life. That praise God if we were to walk right outside that front door into that street and we get hit by a car. It's goodbye here. Hello, glory. Hallelujah. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Hallelujah. I have to say when I thought about this, when I was reading and studying this, I had thought about, oh, Sister Shoes. And I had thought about, y'all know, oh, she used to get us. Oh, when we looked and she'd scan around and look. And oh, if, you, look, if she, you had a frown on your face or not happy, oh, she'd get you. Oh, she'd say, hey, y'all got something to be. Why y'all? Because y'all went to Panama. <laughs> That's what, y'all went to Panama. Y'all stayed up all night. That. That's why y'all ain't happy. Oh, my goodness but we know that even though our sins are forgiven we still have to deal with life we still have to deal with the pressures we still have to feel with the problems but those think though other people might think oh as christians shouldn't y'all be smiling all the time and happy oh shouldn't y'all just be joyful and bubbling over and everything good because our sins are forgiven Oh, should we be happy because we've been, we're justified and have peace with God? Oh, should we be happy because we're assured of a home in heaven? Should we be glad about it? Then why do we groan? Because folks, Romans 3 and 10 through 23 talk about that we're part of a fallen, sinful race. We still, there, we still have to deal with sin. Amen. We still have to feel, deal with the temptations of life. Amen. We still have to deal with that devil that sits on our shoulders and just tells us all kinds of lies and things. We still have to deal with it. We still have to get, we still get tired. We get worn out. We get sleepy. Oh, we, we experience pain. We experience suffering and death just like others. You think about this. All this whole book are many and many and many of God's people that faithfully and loved Him and did exactly what He said to do, but only two of them didn't see death. Only two. Everybody, Jesus died. (laughs) Amen. His only son, he had to die. But oh, out of this book, over thousands of years of history, in this book, only two never saw death. Folks, it is a reality that we're going to have to deal with some of these things. Hebrews 9 and 27 says, And it's appointed unto man once to die, but after this, the judgment. We're going to have to deal with suffering. We're going to still have to deal with pain. We're still going to have to deal with the sting of death. Hallelujah. We groan not only because of that, but we groan because we know a better day is coming. Oh, we know we have to deal with sorrow. We know we have to deal with disappointment. But folks, don't you dare give up. I know it's hard. I know the road gets rough. But oh, there's a better day coming. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 8 and 18, the first verse we read, it said, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Folks, this is from a man who was in prison, who they tried to kill, who they whipped, who suffered starvation, who suffered shipwreck, who got sick, who had to deal with the pressures of life, not only with him, but with the pressures of other churches. We know when we read his other letters, he gets so aggravated at other churches that he was in charge of. Oh, the pressures and the anxiety. Oh, of of what Paul had to deal with. But folks, he said, Oh, I reckon that the suffering of this present day, this present time, Oh, I'm just reckoning that I know I'm suffering. But folks, it's not even going to be worthy to compare to what's ahead. Oh, it's not going to be compared to what's just ahead of us. Hallelujah. If we get delivered in this life, or we get delivered by way of the grave, praise God, there's a better day coming for us today. There is a better hope for us today. Hallelujah, This when we read it, Romans, it talked about hope. And it said what? That hope seen is not really hope at all. But all oh, hope not seen. That's it. We hope for things not seen. We hope for a brighter future. We hope for a, a way of life that's going to be better than what we've had to deal with today. Or yesterday. Or the days to come. Hallelujah! We groan in anticipation of the coming resurrection, folks. One day, I'm not gonna have these birthday sparks on me. Oh, hallelujah! One day, I'm gonna—I just believe God's just gonna give me just the longest bit of hair. I tell you, I say, I'm gonna say, God give me hair like Samson. I'm telling you, let him put in a ponytail or whatever. Oh, one day, hallelujah! We're going to be better. We're going to be changed. We're going to not have to deal with pain and suffering anymore. Hallelujah. But folks, let me tell you this too. I know that we're looking, better. We're looking for a better day. But I believe also God can still give us better days here and now. <laughs> we don't have to wait till we get up yonder to enjoy life. Amen. But God can just have mercy on us and just pour out blessings. Let me just add that little side note there. Praise God. I know we still have to deal with things, but God gives us still a little bit of relief. Did He not for Elijah? Oh, and He went after those uh, prophets of Baal. And oh, Jezebel sent him that mean old letter that said, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to string you up, tar and feather you, boy, when I get my hands on you. And he goes out there and he runs and he's exhausted. Oh, he wants to give up, he wants to die. And what does God do? Send ravens to feed him. Send him near a brook to let him get some water. Hallelujah. To rest. Said the angel of the Lord came and just said rest. Take a nap. Go to sleep. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm telling you, yes, there's better days coming. Yes, and I know in this connotation it's talking about heaven. And I know that. But folks, let me tell you, we can also have better days here and now. Praise God. Hallelujah. So not only do the earth groans Not only do we groan because we're tired of living down here sometimes. We're tired of having to deal with these things. But kind of like what I just said about Elijah, the Holy Spirit groans as well. He groans as well. Hallelujah. Verse 26 and 27 of Romans that we read. The Holy Spirit helps our poor praying. Because I'm telling you, if you look at Elijah and he prayed, God, just kill me right now. I know that's Old Testament, but man, if he, God, would have listened to that prayer. My goodness. But aren't you glad he did? not Aren't you glad he's so much smarter than us? The Word here, listen to this. The Word, when when it's talking about the Holy Spirit helpeth, the Word does not indicate that the Holy Spirit prays instead of us, but that the Holy Spirit takes part with us and makes our weak prayers effective. He does not just come and take over, but oh, He comes beside us. He gives us strength. (laughs) He gives us strength when we're tired. Y'all know sometimes I just on Sundays, ooh, I just I just feel it on me, and I just go and do and run and all that and shout, and I've just got all this energy. But bless God, when I close this book and say, "Let's go home," you talk about, I got to get a rest. <laughs> I get tired. We all get tired. But see, the Holy Spirit does not just get it to my body, and I'm just. You know, none of that. But oh, he helps us. He gives us strength to go on. It said also that the word was kind of like what Mary and Martha had to deal with. When Mary, I believe it was um, Martha, when one of them two, y'all know it, my mind just went blank on me. The other was standing in Jesus' feet. Who was it? Martha? Or was it Mary? Mary was at Jesus' feet. Martha, thank you. Martha was busy. And she said, Sister, I need some help. I bet she was like, Sister, I need some help. Get up over here. (laughs) Oh, she wanted help. She wanted help to go beside her. And, And the scholar said, that's kind of that word that used there, helpeth, to help along us. Folks, I don't know about you, but I need his help every day. I need his help when I get up in the morning. I need his help, hallelujah, to have a right mind within me. Hallelujah. He groaned. We groaning ones don't know how to pray as we ought. Folks, there are times in my life where I just say, Jesus, I get so heavy laden sometimes. There's sometimes I don't know why, but I just, it's weird. Memo used to say this too. When I, She'd say, you know, I just feel like crying. <laughs> and I'd say, well, oh, that's weird. But sometimes I feel that way. I'll just be happy. And I'm like, Lord, I just feel like crying. And I don't know why. I feel happy, but I just, I could laugh and cut up. But then I could also just hurt a hat and just cry. I don't know why that is. And there's times in in your life too where you have, I've been woken up and I've just felt an unction to pray. Or I felt a drive to go or to do or say or something. And I know you felt that way too. Amen. Oh, because folks, sometimes we don't know what we ought to pray. But that Holy Spirit does. That Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit intercedes for us. With groanings that cannot be uttered. And folks, sometimes what it's talking about here is that groaning is just that deep wail of exhaustion or just a sound. It could just be tears. I've done that before. I've prayed and all I could do was just cry and cry and cry. But God knew And there's sometimes I pray and I mean, I'm speaking in the Holy Ghost the whole time. That's groaning. That's that groaning. We don't know what's going on around us. Praise God sometimes, Sister Cat. I don't know what's going around me, but I know God just moves and does and sends these feelings our way. My goodness, I think sometimes if he would let us know what was going around us, we wouldn't want to get out of the bed. (laughs) Praise God. But oh, that Holy Spirit helps us. That Holy Spirit gives us that added strength. Hallelujah. The expression which cannot be uttered does not necessarily mean silent, but can rather mean not able to be put into words. Have you ever felt and prayed and said, I don't know, I'm um, so, I just don't have the words? I felt that way. I said, God, I. I Help. <laughs> Help. Help. And was the good thing is, the Bible says that He knows before we ever pray. He knows. And so folks, we don't have to hash it out to Him again, but God in heaven knows what we're going through and that Holy Spirit from heaven helps us. Gives us the strength that we need. Oh, helps us and says, You can make this thing. And sometimes we don't have to. Oh, our Father, we love thee today and, and with all our excellent blessings. We just ask of thee to come and help us, help us the infirmities that we face. You don't have to do that. Oh, sometimes snot and, and tears running out of That I need you. God, I need you. Lord, He knows what we have to deal with. And he helps us. The Holy Spirit knows what is best for us and intercedes accordingly. Accordingly to God's will. Did you catch that when we read in Romans? To God's will. Folks, there are some things that I think my my will's a little bit better. But you know what? It ain't. (laughs) There are times where I think I know what's best. And it's my way, and I know it's good. My way's better, but it ain't. God's will is so much better. God's will is perfect. God's will. And sometimes, folks, we may not like God's will, but, folks, it's for our own good. It's for our good. Trouble is God's call to prayer. And the comforter makes our praying a thing. Trouble is God's call to prayer. But the Holy Spirit helps us. He helps us. Folks, I know we have to deal with things. I know we have to deal with situations. But folks, that Holy Spirit from heaven will help us. I know that better days are coming. I know that there's a land waiting for me. Flowing with milk and honey. Oh, that's gonna be a lot better than down here. Don't have to listen to crazy news reports and all this stuff going on. Don't have to deal with someone wanting to blow up somebody else or coming in shooting up or nothing like that. Hallelujah, it's gonna be a good, great day. It'll be a place of peace. Hallelujah, we'll be around that throne praising God. Oh, for everything that he's done, it's gonna be Fantastic. It'll be wonderful. Hallelujah. But folks, God knows that we still got things to deal with here. God knows that there's still a commission that he sent us to do that we have to still snatch as many as we can from hell's gates. I'm telling you, folks. Oh, the fields are white. And they're white unto harvest. Now, never forget that. I believe it was Brother Tommy... That said, when it's white like that, that means it's almost too late to get. It's almost too late to get it. Folks, there's some hell that we've got to deal with, but oh, it's going to be worth it. And folks, even with the present sufferings, as Paul said, doesn't have anything to compare to what's ahead of us. Hallelujah. In this life and then one to come, Folks I am telling you This ain't a time to be discouraged This ain't a time to hang our head down This ain't a time to throw in the towel This ain't a time to just give up and say Lord just I'll be sitting here Just waiting until you come and pick me up Hey man there's times I drive in Panama And I'll see people And they're on that bus stop And they're waiting You ever seen them on those bus stops They just waiting Sometimes when it's raining Sometimes when it's hot They just sitting there and they're waiting, and they're waiting, and they're waiting. Folks, I know we are waiting, and we're looking for his appearance, but we also have to occupy, and we have to be about his business. And even though we have sufferings and problems, God just gives us a little bit of grace and a little bit of mercy to help us along life's way. Would just stand this morning? Thank you for joining us. A special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It's because of you this ministry is possible. You can click the link in the description to give now or visit newbeginningag.com gift for more information. And if you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe. You can share it with your friends. You can click the share button to post on any of your social media pages. Thanks again for listening and God bless you.